maybe, just maybe, I figured out this this uh, streaming shit. But maybe not. We don't know. That's what we're gonna we're gonna find out right now. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Right. I'm about to hit this this mierdita aquí. Mira. Wow. I'm gonna hit that. Right. And I'm supposed to. Mm, God, that's what I'm supposed to do. I think we figured it out. Now, that's all I know. I just wanna keep the lights on. We'll see where the rest of the show I just wanna keep the lights on. And I just wanna keep the lights on. Say I just wanna keep the lights on. I just wanna keep the lights on. I just wanna keep the lights on. Say I just wanna keep the lights on. Yeah. No more texting, we face to face, skin touching, I wanna taste, watching to silhouettes, embrace the prettiest thing I ever seen. Two women making love in front of me, the room's dark, I just wanna peek. I'm feeling vibes, what an energy, kissing them both while they both on me. Hitting one from the back, the other one gotta eat. Shorty tight, she's wow. saying that I'm not a type. A tattered rapper with a Kasabian Lava One. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. And I and if you're watching, yo, we lit. We super lit. My baby's in here playing. So if you're on my Twitch, I don't know if it's on Twitch. It might be on Twitch. I'm not really sure. We figuring this out every little bit of the way. This is the first time, too, I could go live and play the music. And they can't say shit because it's my music. So we can actually stream that. And they can leave me the fuck alone. Uh... Yo, do me a favor. You got to keep it down. Thank you. Like I said, my child, it was bring your child to podcast day. And I brought my fucking baby. And I love my baby. But my baby's just as loud as me. Baby. You're my baby. I'm dead. I made you. You'll always be my baby. Shoot a doo doo doo. It's a song. It's a Mariah Carey song. Um. Okay. This whole streaming and YouTube and this and that really fucked me up. Like, it's been nerve-wracking. So I've been racking my nerves trying to figure out how to work this, and I think I finally got it. But I don't think I know how to get people to watch me. So it's not really working too well. So let me start off by saying welcome back to the show. My first-time listeners, my 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 A1 Day Ones, you know my pod listeners, man. The ones that don't even care about the video. They just want to drive and listen to your boy one time. They want to vent. Man, I appreciate y'all. Thank you, because without y'all, I mean, this, it really ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just me talking into a microphone and moving my hands like this, trying to make a point about shit that probably you're just going to argue back at me with, but that's cool, because that's the whole point, right? Um, It's going to be a heavy show, but I'm trying to keep it light, because... It's uh, Mental Awareness Month. I was actually going to go live on Mental Awareness Day because I wanted to um, kind of like break down my whole story about what's wrong with my shit because I'm broken. Um, make sure to head over to klavo.com if you haven't. Go check it out. All the old podcasts are there. Merch is in there. There's some new stuff that's going to be dropping. Uh, www.klavo.com. Uh, if you haven't, go to iTunes. Look up. Xavier Lavo And just go play one of my records Just give me one spin I'm asking for everybody to play one spin I figure if I ask enough people It's gotta stick You know what I'm saying Somebody's gonna watch Or listen Excuse me You see It's the streaming thing It's already got me It's already got me Okay So There's like 
a million things going on and really nothing going on, right? And that's how we start with anxiety. It feels like you're fucking running and you can't stop. And you don't know why you're in a rush and you don't know why you have to hurry the fuck up and get somewhere or, or, or you don't want to be somewhere for too long and you want to just get out. That type of shit is... It's a normal day for someone with anxiety, meaning like we're running constantly with no way to stop. It's shit. Okay. It is shit. It's the best way that I can describe anxiety. It's like you have to just run for no fucking reason, dude. It's like when you smoke weed for the first time with a goofy ass homeboy and he goes, oh, my God, bro, let's run because he's never been high. So he wants to do some shit that he's never done, which is running while high because that's a thing. Let me get comfortable, right? So some people don't have anxiety. Society has caused anxiety. So it's a pseudo-anxiety. And um, we need to talk to kids about this and learn how to cope with these anxieties, which come from getting likes and, and shares and shit like that. I'm, I've never been one to talk about that type of stuff because I just turn that shit off. And that's always been my thing. Like Online bullying to me has never been a thing. I feel like anybody that says they're online bullied like if you don't understand that you could turn off that device and get away from it like you're wilding excuse me oh i'm gassy so i had a rock star i'm just gonna shout them out shout out rock star if anybody out there knows cookies and you know anybody that's a, um that's in their branding market their uh, branding marketing department hey, hit me up man i need a sponsorship i spend way too much on this shit and I love it, so I can't say nothing. It's phenomenal. I have nothing bad to say. It's 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 probably one of the most exquisite weeds I've uh, smoked, and I, I highly enjoy it. So, Cookies, if you out there watching, holla at me. But you know who does sponsor this show, and I think everybody should really get to know? Boom. Do y'all see that? No. That, there it is. Popple. Hey, remember the case? We talked about the case, right? All right, we'll check it out. You see Popple? Okay, so Popple is a scanner. It's a reader, and you tap phones on it. And when you tap the phone on it, right, it opens up a digital card, business card. In the age of post-corona, we have to be able to figure out how to talk to our clients. And I'm a real estate agent, if you didn't know. So as a realtor, my job is tell as many people as I possibly can what I do and make sure that I give them their my, my information and I get their information. Popple makes it easy. I run up. They tap the phone, they get the card, they shoot me a text right away. Hey, Kasabian, it's me. Thanks for such and such. Right away. It's phenomenal. You got to go check out Popple. Head over to popple.co because it's not com. It's popple.co. At the end, look for the little uh, box, put in Kasabian Lavo. You save 20%. Now, as a business person, saving 20% doesn't sound like much. But again, this is a business expense. So from one business person to another, write this off. Get you a few Popples. Show them off. Get other people to start popping. Let's pop together. Pop with me. I ain't going to front. I use it a lot. And I'm very excited for, for this partnership because it's actually something that I care about. I'm not going to be talking about things I don't care about. I enjoy the fact that I can just walk up and bloop, bloop. Now, I'm trying to keep the show light. Like I said, it's kind of it's kind of shitty to um, talk about mental health and, and just be down and and, and and drowning about it man mental health doesn't have to be a bad thing you know or a sad conversation like it needs to be a conversation that we have and and that we are honest with ourselves 
you know, we just got to be honest with ourselves and 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 not be ashamed of it. Like I enjoy my crazy. I like that shit. I ain't gonna lie, my kids hate it. Don't you? What? My crazy? When I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Um and my kids got the same shit. So, you know, you got to teach them. Um and I can tell you how far back my crazy goes. Check this shit out, right? So I want to change my last name. I feel like I don't have a last name. Uh, I, I said I was enthralled in the Malcolm X book. So if you did not see that post, I'm so serious. I, I've, I've fallen in love with Malcolm X, what he stood for, how he stood for, how he did things. That was none of bash, man. And he, was, he had a fucking vision in the sight. He stood there. And damn, bro, they, 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 they tried to ruin him. And he didn't give a fuck. He stood there and he, he wanted to get his message out. And when he finally figured out that it was a us, a people, and it wasn't a, a me versus them, that's when the fear came. That's amazing to me because I felt like that for a long time. And I tried reading that book, but to be honest with you, anything I read as a child, gone. I never kept anything. Watched the movie. I watched it for the first time again because I was like, holy shit, none of this shit made sense until I watched it. Um Malcolm changed his last name. Most people know why. The X, um, X in math means unknown. It could be anything, right? So he doesn't know his last name. His last name was given to him. Same with me. My mother, who I love and I want to strangle at the same time, uh, let a nurse misspell my last name. My last name is supposed to be P-E-L. They spelled it P-O-L. I'm not going to give you my last name. It's Lava Wine. You know what I'm saying? But... From then on, I've had that issue with my life. Who the fuck am I? I don't have, like, a legacy to leave behind. Empire. I, I you know, when I started Empire with me and Mandy, we thought that that was going to be, like, our legacy. But that's not my last name. And I can't stand on that. You know, and then Lavo, we, we went with that. And we go with that. But that's not our, our last name. But it might be. This might be something that we do. And the reason why I... <laughs> It sounds like I'm going all over the place, but just bear with me. This motherfucking ride is getting good, and I got to keep it good because if not, you're going to get lost. So I want to have a real legacy. Like, my grandparents are gone. The person that birthed me, the man that the sperm donor, he's dead too, and all I got left is my mom, and I don't know anything about my family. I'm Puerto Rican. I sometimes look Moroccan. Sometimes I look Egyptian. Sometimes I look fucking Arabian. Sometimes I look super Spanish. Most of the time I look like Daddy Yankee. Sometimes at the moment, maybe a little Nicky Jamsy right now is I'm a little chunky. Uh, I'm not Fat Joey. But, you know, I, I, I do favor a lot of um, West Indian. Lots. And it fucks me up because I don't know where I'm from. I don't know who I am with no last name. And I know a lot of people. Well, you know what? Be honest with you. Maybe, uh, maybe not everybody understands that feel me you know some of y'all can trace three four five generations and shit back i can't like i never if i met my great grandparents but i mean i don't remember anything they didn't leave nothing one on the furniture store and the last person that knew that whole story is gone um my father wasn't a father he was a sperm donor gone uh i don't know shit about his parents uh what about some of my kids you know what I'm saying? Um, it's hard to start thinking, you know, from day one, you kind of got a fucking shitty bat out, right? 
And that's what it was, you know. My mother left me with my grandparents. I have abandonment issues. I know I do. I have trust issues. The two closest, the people that make you are not there for you. It fucks you up. And then the two people that raised me are now gone. And as an adult, I'm 33. That shit breaks my brain. Like, I don't got my grandma no more. That shit's crazy. That shit'll fuck you up, right? But to think that the two people that made you don't want to fuck with you, like, dog, I was that big of a burden? That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I can tell you my crazy starts from then. Uh, I always ask questions. I was very curious. And my curiosity kept me aware, kept me intelligent, and it kept me ahead because... The more I knew, the better I felt. And the only reason I felt that the more I knew it made me better as a person is because my grandma didn't know a lot. And it used to fuck me up because she would tell me stories and shit. And I'm like, damn, grandma, you were working on TVs when TVs first started. Like, she would tell me the stories about putting them together. Like, that's how, that was her hustle was fixing TVs and bulbs and shit. And then, you know, we was in the 20th century, 21st century. And she didn't keep up on shit. She didn't know about the Nintendos, how TVs worked, this, that. And I almost felt like I had to learn all that just to help her, right? So I stayed curious. Unfortunately, though, with curiosity and you learn things, you you study successful people. With studying successful people, one of the things that I've learned that, unfortunately, is a good and a bad thing, but um, they all have struggles, but fuck, man, they make it, they make it big, right? And if you're in the struggle stage of anything you're going through, Watching someone succeed will usually fuck you up And it's hard It's hard to learn how to be happy when other people are doing well That shit is a talent And I I don't envy anyone that feels no type of way When somebody else wins and they get upset Um, I'm blown away when other people are excited for other people Genuinely Like um, Griselda If y'all know the group Griselda I'm not a huge fan of theirs I mean, I've listened to their music I know about them um, so I know their movement, but I just saw somebody say on the timeline that they want to get signed to Griselda Records. Like, that shit made me so proud for them. Like, that's amazing. These are upstate New York rappers who have an old boom bap soul and, and kids are talking about wanting to get signed to them. Like, thank you. Y'all did something amazing. Um, shout out to Griselda. That's real. So, again, when reading these books and, and learning from successful people, you, you kind of live in a a vague land of, well, how come I can't get there? Or why am I not there? And that's a terrible place to put yourself. But when you have, um, when you don't have the right leaders around you, you don't have the right, um, I guess, role models. I grew up around drug dealers and, and fucking gangsters. Like, I ain't had nobody around me. I was talking money. Nobody was telling me how to pay taxes, how to start a business. Bro, I was asking everybody, how do I start a business? What do I need for loans? How do I go to a bank? Like, I grew up around people that said, don't touch the bank. Don't trust them. They're going to take your money. Bruh, I didn't have a bank account until I was like 17. Like, are you crazy? No. They don't. They don't. They don't know. So they couldn't teach. We grew up in an environment where half the dudes was in jail for selling drugs. That same environment, you know, produced a lot of kids with no daddies. We grew up lost. You know, it was a hood full of fucking just the hoodlums. We weren't doing, we didn't have no one there showing us the ropes on how to get the fuck out. Wasn't no real men around to hold us down and, and, and put us in a position of, of power, let alone, you know, pull our coat and be like, look, man, this is how you're supposed to do things. That type of shit didn't happen. 
Like, it just, it wasn't there. You know, the streets got fucked up when they were cleaning it up. A lot of people lost uh, fathers and father figures through that whole war on drugs, which is a whole nother conversation. Whole nother conversation. But, you know, you have a society of kids and a, and a fucking generation of babies that didn't have no daddies. My dad wasn't a drug dealer. He wasn't in jail. He was a bitch. And my grandfather checked his ass. So that was that story. He ran off. He was afraid of my grandfather. My grandfather's a crazy motherfucker. He'd kill you. Crazy motherfucker, bro. Nothing to play with. Um, But as you look around and you realize you're different, then you start to feel you feel a certain way. I was always ambitious. Very, very ambitious. But with ambition came uh, failure. With ambition came heartache. I'm a perfectionist. And I obsess. When I get into something, I will obsess. I thank God I never got that weird shit where people are like, one, two, three, and then they walk off, and they're like, one, two, three, and then they walk off, and they, one, two, three. I swear to God, I thank fucking you, bro. Allah, God, Ganesh, uh, all the Buddha people, all the Egyptian guys, the Roman guys. Oh, that is the scariest shit to me, bro. That when you touch things or you... <laughs> That bullshit they do, like, I've seen that shit. It fucking scares the fuck out of me, dog. Like, I'm already bad enough. Like, I blow up for nothing. But then I start tapping shit three, four times. Get the fuck out of here. I just turned the tap on my fucking iPhone, and I be screenshotting shit, and it just shows me how many times I fucking tap the phone when I'm wilding. But that one scares the shit out of me. But anyway, I obsess. So when I want to learn something, I want to learn the fuck out of that something. Like, I'm going all in. I want to know every single thing about it. I want to know... Who, what, why, where, when, um, how they make money, why they did that, whose idea was it? Like that type of shit is 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 uh it echoes in my brain because I'm like, well, how the fuck does certain people get all these fucking loans and do things and and how come you know as a span as a Puerto Rican like Cubans come here and get money when they get here from Cuba? Well, how come I don't get money? Uh, Indians from Asia, so Asian Indians. They come, they get money, and they establish businesses and shit. Why come my family didn't get a fucking established business? Like, the only thing that when, when, when we want to talk about um, inequality, I don't believe in it. But I'm going to tell you this, white people have an advantage in time. So our race started differently. And by race, I mean race. Like, our foot race started differently. They were here when shit was first starting and getting handed out. We came in right in the middle of that shit. We just trying to figure it the fuck out. You know, that doesn't get said and that needs to be understood. Like, yeah, we're gaining traction. So we need to pay attention to what we've done and to what what happened, which is where we fuck up. But they've been ahead of us for a lot longer in that aspect. And that's the only thing I give on anybody else because race don't fucking it don't budge me. I look at that shit and go, oh, I understand if your great grandfather started a business and you run that business today, I can't be mad at you that your great grandfather left you some fucking work. Like if you had the opportunity to make sure your great grandkids think about that, your great grandkids was wealthy and could survive, take care of themselves. Like how fucking that's that's amazing. That's a blessing. Your great grand. That means your kids are living good. Their kids are living good and their kids are living good. That's amazing, bro. Like, who the fuck would not do that? Like, you think LeBron is going to tell Lil Bronny no to some shit? Like, bro, when he want to do something, LeBron going to be the first one right there to invest in his son, as he should be. You see, now we have, like, fuck the Rockefellers. Now we got the James, bro. 
We we got the Combses, the Carters. Like they're there. The Wests, they're there. Like it's real. The motherfuckers are there. Yeah, I know the entertainers, but there's more than that. But I'm trying to relate to y'all so y'all can understand. We have that now there's no more rockefellers there's no more fucking coke brothers i mean they're still there but i mean now we have a legitimate fucking base that we can see billionaires and millionaires that are of colored skin and come from nothing they came from nothing these are the great great greats because in a couple years the carter's gonna have grandkids and great grandkids and they're gonna be well off generational wealth you know what i mean life changes shit same thing with lebron life changes shit um self-doubt when you see such successful people and maybe your success doesn't come as fast you develop self-doubt um i can say this having any form of mental illness is scary when you don't understand what's happening like i would get panic attacks and completely shut down eyes would get pinned or breathe heavy i feel like i i was just like in a corner and everything was crushing me and i didn't know why it would happen and i would get really upset and i would almost shrink like i would just shrink and i didn't know what the fuck was going on and it was my anxieties bro like doing music was a passion of mine i love doing music and when my first deal fell out and i had to go back and get a job that fucked me up like i think my biggest letdown is that i okay i was successful once had a good run can i do it again my grandma's gone i I wanted to let her see me do it one more time it's uh sorry y'all it's hard wanting to be successful in a world where success is the only thing that people see we live in a world full of just sound bites and bits of information and things that make you uh, try to keep up. And success is one of those things that'll fucking break your brain. And 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 maybe my anxieties come from that. Maybe the whole you know no not not trusting people has fucked me up from not being able to network. Like I think about these things too. Like see the thing is I've always been able to to admit my wrongs. I'm I'm very honest. I don't lie about shit like that. I can stand there and tell you that I am fucked up. Like, I'm a crackhead. Do not leave food around me. Especially right now, bro. I've been eating emotional as fuck. Like, if you leave food around me, I'm going to eat the shit. I'm a crackhead. Keep it away from me. Like, that's what I mean by crackhead. Like, if you put it by me, I'm going to take it. I'm like a dumbass little baby. I'm just going to touch it. You can tell me, you know, 30 times. And maybe it comes from... um, I I grew up with a person that was stern and gave love and... And 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 taught me morals and, and and taught me what it was to be a man, which I hope I've been able to do that with my kids, daughters included, because they need to know what a man is in order for them to find their partner in life. And I hope I did that properly, which is another anxiety of mine. Shit drives me crazy, man. Shit keeps going. If I really think about everything that fucking gives me anxiety, we fucking be here all day. I'm fucked up. I know I'm fucked up. And things like my weight do shit to me i i quit my first uh my first contract in music i left i saw a picture of my fat ass on stage um somebody gave me the picture and they were like yo here you go and i said who the fuck is this they're like that's you i said that's me that's me that fat oh shit that's crazy i was 245 pounds i was out of control nobody told me no 
recently with my grandmother passing, I put on weight again. I put on like 25 pounds. I hate it. Nothing fits. I'm depressed. I don't like the face I got right now. I don't even look like me. Um, it's embarrassing. You know, like, how can you listen to me for anything if I can't even take care of myself? You know, like, just being in shape and staying fit is something that um, is very difficult. But I respect those that do stay in shape. And I believe that those that, you know, don't put that time and effort in to take care of their body, then I can't trust you. Like, that scares the shit out of me. Because if you don't take care of your body, who will, you know? Um, the first time I quit music was my weight. Um, I always got made fun of because I got big cheeks. And now I'll come to find out that you can get that shit removed. It is some stupid shit that doesn't go away when you're a fucking baby. So, uh, I used to get said I told I was fat. And I wasn't. And when I finally got fat and I couldn't fucking breathe, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, so this is fat, you know? On top of I'm wearing like triple XL shirts. Like, you know the style back then. My fat ass fit everything fine. Like, the skinnies was just starting to come in. But I walked away from the shit. I couldn't take it. I'm able to admit that. I started many businesses. Nobody there to help me. Uh, Dave Ramsey was the first one that inspired me. While I was driving, I would listen to him. And that dude felt like a fucking father figure because he, he knew all this shit about money. And I was just, like so amazed and mesmerized. I bought his books. I started reading them. Like that shit was, it was phenomenal. Uh, who else? You know, I listened to Jude. I listened to Sway. These things, listening to these people while I went through really dark times helped me. Joe Budden and Rory and Ma. Hold on. I think I just got a fucking text. Um, all those all those podcasts, all those talk shows. Like, if I I didn't want to do a podcast, I was going to try to go for, like, uh, talk radio. I think talk radio would be dope. Um, but going through my darkest times, I felt like listening to people talk and tell their stories and how they made it helped me understand their successes more than me reading their books and putting it in my own voice. And the feeling that I got when shit wasn't working out that I got when I listen to these shows and listen to these people, it, it, it inspires different, right? It really does. Hearing somebody's story out their mouth inspires different. And that was one of my biggest goals doing this. The political reason on why I talk about politics so much and why I like to drive that point is because that's our weakness as a people. We, we don't know how to balance our regular life with politics. And unfortunately, when we have issues that we can't get forward and we can't move forward and we can't, um, you know, we don't see progress. We can't blame nobody but ourselves because we haven't figured out how to balance politics and life. And that's a big part of this country is that we have the option to really change things when we vote and we make our voices heard. So when I'm here talking to you about my opinions on things that are going on and, and, and bringing facts to the light that you probably didn't know, I hope that I'm opening your eyes to shit and making you really talk. It's necessary. It's really necessary. And I hope that when you're going through something and you hear my voice, I'm I'm the soothing voice that gets you through it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it gets lonely sometimes with this shit. That Norris Barkley song, go back and listen to it. The fucking words are so beautiful. I want to get them tattooed on my fucking body. I swear to God. Beautiful. Amazing. Don't judge people that have any type of mental anything. Just understand it's not easy. 
I'm my own worst enemy. When I tell you I hate myself, I hate myself. This weight shit drives me crazy, bro. This is one of the hardest things I have to deal with. Because I can't control my shit. Oh, my bad. I bumped the whole rig. I can't control it. And I know my weaknesses. Like, I know. I know. This shit's hard. It's hard. Bro. It ain't fun. But, um... Some people talk about it. I do this. I do my music. I've always been able to escape my feelings with uh, music. I put, I save my feelings for my songs. Since I ain't been writing, this is it. You know, I do it in this. Uh, but this month, you know, learn about it. Understand anxiety. I'm not the same person without weed, bro. You can ask my wife. <laughs> like, I'll show you. Y'all think I'm playing? If you're watching this live, let me show you what she said. I said, y'all think I got to cut back on weed? And she says, no, you need weed. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Look. Damn it, it's not focusing. Oh, focus. Ugh. It's there, promise. But I mean, this shit like that, like some people cope differently. Um, My obsessiveness and my uh, addictiveness Helps me with business, though. So I can say that's something that I can appreciate about myself. That once I engulf myself, bro, I will learn every fucking thing about something to make sure that I know everything that I'm doing. Like, right now, I'm doing the streaming shit, and it didn't work on my YouTube. So it's really got me sick because I wanted to be on YouTube, too. But we'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. Um, but I, I'm, I'm engulfed. Like, I'm learning about bit rates. I'm learning about how my internet works. I'm learning about how this, the computer is going to handle everything. Like, I know how to record, and I know how to edit my vocals and engineer my own music. But doing shit like this, we had people to do this when we started. So I didn't do none of this shit. But I want to. This is what I want to do. I want to learn this shit. I want to be able to do. I, I, I don't see enough Spanish people doing things. So I want to do some Spanish YouTube shit. I want to do Spanish movies. I want to do Spanish comic books. I want to do Spanish everything. Like, fuck, man. Where's the Spanish Malcolm X? Who we got? Who the fuck we got? We don't got shit, yo. Like, it's time that we do something and we really come together and we're able to to put a, 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 a some more flavor out there. God damn it. We just need some more flavor out there. It's definitely something that, you know, I, I, I strive to do. And that's my next goal is just change the face of entertainment and change how things are done. And you know what? And let's get right back to me being a fat piece of shit. Because if I don't shame myself, I won't fucking lose weight. Can you believe with fasting and everything, I've still put on weight. I've managed to fast 20 hours a day. But then in between, in my feeding window, I eat like a fucking, like an asshole. I work out every morning. I wake up at 1 o'clock. I work till about 5. At 5, I'm at the gym. I'm at the gym till about 6.30, 7 o'clock. I'm home. I nap right back to the computer getting ready for the show, doing a million other things. I still put on weight because I ate so bad. It's a weakness of mine. Shit, when I got into fitness, man, I got down to 140 pounds, 135 pounds. Bought a fucking gym, started reading books. I lived out of a fucking container and, and, and or containers and, and protein fucking cups. That was my life. I obsessed in it. Um, I'm just trying to give different examples of, of how this shit fucks with you. It really does. Like, when I'm all over the place, just know that that's my brain 
on go. When I come here with y'all, I'm just on go. And 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 I hope you know it, it, it's it's um I hope it's understood that I'm not as crazy as like you may think I am. So some people like to talk about it. Some people want to write. I suggest maybe you start a journal. That'd be dope. Uh, if you want to talk to people, talk to people. Don't be afraid to talk to people. We all fail. Don't be afraid to fail. Some of us succeed. Some of us don't. Your dreams may not all come true. It's very, it's it's very disheartening, and sometimes you need new dreams. That's and and that's what I want to start helping people with when I start vlogging. I want to help you see that I'm gonna do new shit and try new shit to show you that as scary as it may be, you might need to try some new shit. I hate being in front of cameras. I hated it. I I could be on stage all day. When I get in front of a camera, I fucking hate it. I hate taking pictures. I hate videos. I hate everything. I don't know what I look like in high school. I have no pictures of myself. I don't know what I look like in middle school, school, school. Like, I don't know nothing. I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't take pictures ever. I don't take pictures. Um, Anxiety's a bitch. Mental illness. Like, man, getting in that bag really fucks with you. Um, Make sure you head over to klavo.com. Check out the old podcast, hit play, share, tell people about it. Um, popple.co, Sabian Lava, check out, save you 20%. Remember Popple? Where are we at? That thing. Uh, Popple. Get you a Popple. Those things are dope. What else? What are we going to talk about? Okay, so there was a shooting on the strip where this dude in a pink outfit was trying to get some weed from, from this black dude. And supposedly he got robbed and slapped in the face with the gun. And then he wanted to catch the fade with the homie. The homie had his hand in his bag and he was like, hey, bro, back the fuck up or it's about to get ugly. Little homie was like, fuck you, man. Fight me like a man. I'm half her size. Come on, man. He wouldn't stop, bro. That Pepe Le Pew shit. You know what I'm saying? It was looking crazy, right? The boy's walking back. He's like, yo, man, come on. I'm on the prize, man. Get out of here, little weirdo boy. And here comes this fucking John Cena motherfucker. What's up, bro? You want to suck me in the face? He was like, bro, you going to move? Bow. Bust off on his ass. Dog, this motherfucker was on my thread. My video went viral, right? He was on my thread bugging, talking about, oh, I was robbed. And he hit me in the face. Dog, weed is legal. Go to a fucking weed shop, you fucking weirdo. Who the fuck is buying weed off the strip? And if you got slapped in the face, nobody saw you getting slapped in the face. You wasn't bleeding, bro. You know what a gun feels like to the face? My boy, you are out of your fucking mind, dog. That shit ain't happening. The strip is wilding right now. It's the Wild West out this bitch, man. Motherfuckers are loaded up and ready to bust off. Unfortunately, the stand your ground law in Nevada is hard. You got to kill somebody when you're in a self-defense situation. That's just how that shit works. I know a homie that had his license. Girl was getting beat up. He was getting jumped, pulls out his gun. Bus off, he shoots two people, caught a fucking charge, five years in the pen. Legal gun owner. Had a CC, like, he pulled his shit out and protect, his girl was getting beat up by dudes, bro. What the fuck is that? And uh, it's crazy. But that, that, man, that shit was crazy. So we're not going to get into politics in this episode. So I'm going to save y'all for that. But, again, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And, you know, we all have different struggles and we shouldn't be afraid of those struggles and we should face them. Um, I'm a hard ass. I'm not a contrarian. Like, I really mean the shit that I say and I stand by my words. 
I do have a standard. I do have morals. I'm a man. I'm an unabashed man. I, I, I believe in being a leader, and I believe in helping. I believe in lighting the darkness. I believe in, in, in fucking giving people what they don't have in, in knowledge. Like, fuck, we need knowledge. We need to tell. We need to teach each other. Learn from each other. We don't do that shit enough. So, um, with that being said, live in the moment. Don't live in the past. My name is Kasabian Lavo. Wah. It looks a lot better when I want and like I mean the one. I don't mean the one right now. But live in the moment. My name is Kasabian Lavo. Because I got to do the end thing. That's why I don't look good. But watch this. Watch this. Boom. Wait. Nope. Uh. Boom. There it is. Ooh. All right, y'all. My name is Kasabian Lavo. Deuce. Sorry, baby. Hey, guys, if you're listening to the podcast and you're at the end of the podcast, congratulations. Go follow my daughter's TikTok. What is it? It's, uh, Hold on. Quick, girl. Aubrey the best. Well, un- Aubrey underscore the best. Okay, so it's underscore D-A-B-E-S-T. Y'all got it? Go follow. My name's Xavier Lavo. One.